dong. Oh, oh who could be at my door? Oh, open it. Oh, it's three little children. You followed my gumdrop trail all the way to my father's cottage. Hello. You smell. Where's the goodies? Rude, rude child. But they're right inside. Come on, come all of you. You're so pyjamas. Uh, sorry, I'm not with them. I'm, I'm doing some fundraising for our local hockey team, and I'm, I'm no, just going around selling leave. mints. I, I, I'm, I'm not interested. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm selling some mint smoothies. So if you have, like, you know, like uh, $2 or something, uh, $2 goes a long way for helping the team. <laughs> You're selling mint smoothies on, like, a hot summer day. <laughs> do you, well, like, do you know, just like they're already made? So you don't know what a mint smoothie is? Do you? I'm talking about the chocolates, the little square chocolates. They're called mint smoothies. Okay, they're, well, they're not like not like real like smoothies. We need to change the name. Here, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to try one? Guys, the senior is offering us inside his house. We have to go inside. Strange. I want inside. A woman. Hi, sir. How's it going? I really respect seniors. I think that they're the pinnacle of society and the pillar of society too. Okay, fine. All of you come in. Even smooth. I'm already inside. Uh, Where's the goodies? Okay. Get off my couch. The goodies. The goodies are in my kitchen. Oh, I thought they were inside the stove. Uh, what? I thought they were inside the stove. That's why I was looking in here. No, of course they wouldn't be in this. In this. Do you put? Actually, do you boys like like hot tubs? Why is your oh, bathroom carpeted? Get out of my bathroom! <laughs> go to the kitchen! Ew, the shag carpet. It's shag carpet, oh. even worse. Gross. It's, I think it's moving. Gloss. What? It's not shag. Uh, anyways, I have a hot tub in my kitchen, believe it or not! It smells like potatoes and onions because that's what I put in there. Would you like to dip? I have extra bathing suits. You uh, want us to undress with you right there? I'll, That's kind of inappropriate, sir. I'll go in the kitchen, but you gotta buy a couple of these mint smoothies. Oh my god. Uh, oh, the two, the two dollars you're looking for is at the bottom of the cauldron. Why don't you take a look? I thought you said it was a hot tub. I mean hot tub! <laughs> oh, okay. Did did you jump in? <laughs> uh, <I'm> just, <laughs> did Connor just go in? I'm just leaning over the side, taking a look. Jackson, you whoops, should use the spoon. Oh, whoops, he fell in. Oh, oh my. Is it warm, Jackson? <gasps> That's a nice warm 80. It's pretty good. This guy's just after your money. Capitalism at its finest. Look at this guy. Isn't he Let him melt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let him melt like a thin man. Just like his smoothies. Melty. Hey, these are quality smoothies and a climate of the cauldron. Where are the, where are the goodies, old man? in there you I think you should find the candy for us I push him inside the cauldron oh. Oh, why is everyone getting all handsy where's grandma my eyes <laughs> <laughs> this how are his eyes burning yet he's able to to talk so normally because you would think He'd be gurgling under his own onion onion water. Oh my gosh, he just melted. Did we just murder somebody? Ooh, it's good seasoning. Mm. And that's how Jacob, Connor, and Adam met. 
um, I came in later. But that's the gist. Yeah, Connor was Connor was a dirty old smoothie grubby little little boy with a nice beret. Beret still is. <laughs> I will forever be a fedora kid. Thank you. I'm so glad that we decided to do a recap like of how we met and then every episode's intro was going to be like the next chapter until like that gets eventually to today. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> you know, especially yeah, when we like to start the new record old episodes because that's what we were doing. <laughs> no, we have to first we have to escape the candy gum forest. And then we have to disable the nuclear warheads at the top yeah, of the mountain. Yeah, we said it gets up to today, so we'd have to do things prior. Oh Man, yeah, that Russian gulag was was pretty rough. Though. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. If if you want to go visit that that witch's house, it's in Alberta, actually. Um, <laughs> Man, I don't even know if I can find that place in It's been so long. Wow. What are we doing again? <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to. My movie review D and D podcast. It's it's cheaper by the dungeon where we watch cheaper by the dozen while uh, playing D and D. Ugh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no one understands the toll it takes to have twelve children, <laughs> let alone take care of them. No, they both had twelve. They both had twelve, and then they had to put him in like a giant house, and then the twelve to make it out alive. Because they had to kill each other, right? Oh, my God. And then the 12 to get out alive I were the ones they adopted. I almost believed you. <laughs> Gosh. I think it's yours, Seth. I think you're thinking of yours, mine, and ours. It's like the one has five kids and the other one has six kids. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking parent you know, trap. I ju- when even two kids were hard to handle. No, no. That was definitely <laughs> it. Parents trap the kids. Yeah. I, I th- we're definitely thinking of the same movie, Jake. Totally. No, it came I'm out thinking 2002. as a twin playing herself. Oh, Oh, right. That's the other one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. D&D is what we're going to do today. <laughs> I feel like our bits are getting worse and worse. Guys. 100%. No, man. They're getting better and better. <laughs> you just got to believe. Uh, um, anyways, uh, we are back. Jacob, Adam, and Connor are here. I'm Seth. I'm DMing. And if you missed last week, guess what happened? Uh, the party split up completely. Jacob... Uh, used Rat Peterson to distract some robo guards to get down to the deeper levels to find Darian. But Darian uh, got roasted by Draken, and then he met with Otto, and now he's sent or being sent to the Feywild. While Zippy is in combat trying to recover Darian's sword and other stuff, and Peterson was underground uh, getting attacked by an Arctic ground squirrel, as you do. So, without further ado... Back to the witch's cauldron! Yay! Um, <laughs> screw it! Um, no, we're starting with Zippy. You find yourself with your flame sword. You have just slashed at one of the spurs, these little infantry robots, and there's two others there with it. Please roll for initiative. Um, it's a six. Ooh. The spur you just cut with the flame sword, uh, their metal is kind of seared, but it smooths over uh, as it's light. The red orb in its face goes dim for a second. It seems like it's healed up, and now it's staring you down, Zippy, and it's going to punch you right in the face. So, what's your AC? Um, That's a 14. Okay, it's a swing and a miss. You duck, and it goes between your ears as this 
Mechano's fist goes flying overhead. Uh, and that's all they do on their turn. The next robot from the side of you, uh, you're just in this hallway, by the way. There's one in front of you, and there's two to your left. Um, and the door it leads open to a room where you can see uh, just there's a little bit of a workbench, and Darian's sword and bag are placed on it. Um, but the other one is just there with uh, in the doorway, uh, and it's also going to just try and, like, kick you. So... Jeez, man, Zippy is like a freaking acrobat right now. Zippy, uh, Zippy, like, just backwards handstands out of the way and dodges as this, uh, Mechanos spur goes to stomp on him. Uh, next up, it's Lara's turn. And Lara looks at you, Zippy, and says, Okay, I'm sorry about not knowing or assuming there was one. My bad. But listen, we gotta kill these things in, like, Two turns if we want to get out of here, okay, because they're going to signal off for help in two turns. So if that makes sense, two turns. That's your timer for this combat. Two turns. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to take this one out. And it goes to attack the one that you've already attacked. Um, excuse me, but but this is the one I was attacking. (laughs) Her fist curves and goes for a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Oof. Um, oof. It, uh, she swings and the Mechanos uh, spur dodges uh, to the left. Uh, and she stands there and key point for her blows. Boom. Boom, baby. Two hits. Okay. T- 10 damage. Her fists sink into the metal and then she holds her hands and it's like, ow. As you hear the ringing and reverberating of, of the steel on her fists. Next up, Zippy. Um, I want to keep using my flame sword. Good idea. I don't know if I can kill them in under two turns, but it'll make things interesting. It's kind of like my signature move. Do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do I have to roll to hit? Yeah, you do. That's a one. Ha! You hit it right on the nowhere. Um, <laughs> you uh, go to swing your sword at the at the wounded uh, spur, and you swing so wildly that it actually the flame sword goes and cuts the back of uh, uh, Lara's neck. It actually <gasps> doesn't hit her neck; it just cuts her hair. And her hair goes a little bit on fire. And she's like, oh my god, Zippy, what the hell? Just, and she's running around. Just like I predicted, a fire within you has been born. Now attack, my daughter. <laughs> ah, my, my hair! My hair! <laughs> and she's just like patting it out. Let this rage uh, fuel now you. The... <laughs> now the third spur is going to attack. And it's going to hit Lara with uh, an advantage. Because she's kind of running around with fire hair. They uh, go, and Lara's running around in a circle, uh, like a chicken with its head cut off, but with if its head was cut off and also on fire. Uh, and the Mechanosper just goes and sucker punches Lara in the gut, and she's winded, and she's just... <laughs> and she just takes it and takes a few steps back. Um, one round. Now you have two. Uh, two turns left, two rounds of combat. So get going. <laughs> Uh, now, 
Now we have uh, the spur at the top of the round that you originally hit with the, the flame sword. It's going to jump at you and try and punch you, Zippy. Critical hit. Okay, it does 13 damage right to your face. No! It jumps up and just goes, doosh, and just, you feel your jaw. It's like when Sherlock Holmes in the fight boxing scene, it's like, discombobulate. And then, poof, everything kind of goes numb as you as you hear. It's like a, it's like a grenade went off. Your ears are ringing, and, and your jaw just kind of jiggles around. But you snap back to it, uh, and you're in, locked into combat with that spur. Uh, the other one that tried to kick you is going to try and kick you again. And, okay, well, it, it goes to kick you, and it misses. Uh, even in your, like, your head is shaking, everything's cloudy, and you kind of stumble back and forth, and the other one goes to kick you, but you're using your drunken fighter stance currently, and it misses. Uh, so now it is Lara's turn. She spends it, patting it out, her hair, and then she goes for a kick. She does, uh, 17 damage right to the chest. She, like, jump kicks, and the one spur that sucker punched her just goes taking a few steps back as it just got drop kicked um but now zippy it's back to you what do you want to do i'm sick of all this i'm just sick of it dm i only have one turn left so i gotta do something it's time for an ice storm Ooh. and it's instantaneous okay um so ice storm is a hail of rock hard Ice pounds the ground a 20-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save. Holy! Or half as much damage on a successful one. Dexterity saving throws, right? Yes. Damn, okay. Wait, how many? Would this hit all of them? 20 feet? Yeah, it'll hit all of them. And Lara. Oh, welcome to my world, Yikes. man. <laughs> one of them critically failed. Okay. And one of them critically saved. Uh, you So two fail, one really badly, and the other one saves. Uh, roll your damage. Um, That looks like to be a 32 in total. Damn. So 32 in total. 16 half. That's mad. Fear me. And <laughs> yeah, what do you want to say as you channel this ice storm to erupt around you? You guys think that power comes from the burning inside you like I just said a couple seconds ago? Wrong. It's the cold and the, the close and personal that will really draw out the true power from within. The coldness from inside is, lies dormant until it comes bursting forth. Just like now. And I kill them all. <laughs> You kind of do. Uh, <laughs> it, it explodes from you, and an ice storm just erupts from you as you're like the cold in my heart, um, and and you're kind of encircled, and it seems like just windy where there was no wind before is just emanating from you. The one uh, uh, spur that was just attacked by Lara uh, goes to walk, like it's trying to run away because it saw the danger that was coming, and it was saying. Intruder, dangerous, run, run, cannot win. And its movements slow and start creaking, and then it stops, and it's just frozen in place mid-run, and its red orb just goes dim, and you have slain that one. 
the other spur that you damaged uh, earlier with your flame sword uh, and everything. Um, it also just covers its orb like it's trying to protect it, but it's the light goes dim and its body freezes up. The one last one that's saved, uh, the one that was trying to kick you this whole time, is still going strong. Uh, and it's like, you think the cold can hurt me? I am the fire within, like you mentioned before. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the battle of fire and ice starts now. Lara uh, has taken damage and she's also like just shivering and she's like, what is going on? I'm on fire one second and freezing the next. I leave this to you, uh, Lara. Everything I've taught you in these past 10 seconds of battle. You say that as a fist comes boom and it hits you right in the face as the as the spur uh, does uh, just a damage. Ah! Um, but you get socked in the nose and it's like, show me what you got. You and me bring it. And its fingers kind of arc like it's saying, come on, this is a one-on-one now. You versus it. And you got one more turn before it signals off for the rest. This is your last one. Is it Lara's turn? Uh, Lara's just going to sit there. <laughs> what? <laughs> After I just I gave her an opportunity. Do you to not want herself? the killing blow for the sweet XP? I'm a gracious DM right now. I don't think this robot would be able to even run away at this point. Did you forget, DM? I changed the whole battlefield. <laughs> he, yeah. he would just slip and slide. It's like a fool. But robots work in magical ways to signal to other robots. I'm just going to stab it. The dagger. Actually, I'll bring out my... Can I change that DM? I'm going to bring out my quarterstaff instead. <gasps> the little thing that's been on my back for a while. I need to use these things more often. Yeesh. I usually, I usually let Darian do all of this, but maybe Darian will feel my strength and it'll give him courage. All the fans at home are probably going wild that you're using the quarterstaff finally. <laughs> oh yeah, this whole thing. Alright, I use it. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Go for a swing. That is a 12. Uh, that does not hit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> These things are useless. <laughs> you you bring it out and you're like oh finally finally gonna get gonna hit out of this and uh you go to swing uh and it ducks and uh it says haha pathetic i could do better in my sleep watch watch me use my quarter staff and its arm transforms into an elongated quarter staff and you and lara's like Zippy, it's gonna it's gonna signal to the rest. What are we gonna do? They raise their quarterstaff over their head and it's about to come crashing down. <laughs> but then out of the corner, you hear Wait! Stop! Oh no! And- <laughs> Here we go. And <laughs> and the robot freezes. And its red orb starts shimmering and goes blue. And it says, stop right now! Deactivate! And it, uh, it's just orb powers down and it drops to the floor. Not this asshole. And the blizzard is still going around. 
and Leslie is walking forward. You see down the hall, Leslie is moving its way toward you. And um, Lara grabs you, Zippy, and just dives into the room where the switch sword is and closes the door and is, like, hyperventilating. <laughs> what's the what's the matter with you? Isn't that like your boy toy or something? We should probably go say hi to him. <laughs> He's here. He's here. Oh my god! Oh sure, now you freeze up. Not oh, when I froze oh. the whole room. I know, I know, I know, I know. And then you hear a knock on the door, and it's Leslie. He's like, Zippy, Zippy, I found you. What? Are you okay? What, what's going on? You f- Who's in there with you? You found me. You left me. Yeah, but I found you again after leaving you. That's what good guides do. Maybe. <laughs> excuse- oh my goodness. Just come in here. We got a lot to talk about. No, you. You, okay. you play good, Laura. This guy's. If you want, you can hide your don't, face. Don't open the door. Don't open the- and the door opens. <laughs> and Leslie steps in. And Lara and Leslie's eyes officially meet. And Leslie backs out and closes the door. Wait, what? <laughs> and you hear on the other side, Oh my god, oh, oh. my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and Lara's like, oh. Zippy, this is insane. And Leslie's on the other side and says, Zippy, I need your help. And Lara's like, No, no, I need your help, please. Oh, I could really use your advice. Could you help me out? No, thank How's you. How's my hair? Do I look okay? Stop singing. I didn't think it would go this way. In my mind, I had more time. I had things to do. Prepare. But now he's right over there. Guys, Darian is trapped. Hey, Zippy, I am freaking out. Could you fill me in on what she's talking about? Should I propose right now or save it for later? Could you please act as my love translator? Say something like, I'm attuned to her teeth kisses that bite into That's way too much information. I'm not singing that. Come on, Zippy, help me out. Whoa, I can't think straight, can't our second date I think that I'm gonna hurt I swear to David if you throw up on me I didn't even think about her parents What if they're both dragons Don't believe in marriage Maybe I could win them over whistling And show them that this thing is not a tiefling thing I can feel my heartbeat rise And there's no doubt that I'm freaking out We are freaking out Hey Zippy, hey, Zippy what, should, what I do? should I say? Should I just say I love to you? Make him or would love that just freak you out? I don't know what to say. I can't hide what I feel inside. So I hope stop that you stop it. What, what, right sorry, now. Wait, wait, wait. Cut it uh, out. Just uh, stop. I have had enough of this little side quest of love. Everyone is gone. I'm all alone in the middle of a dangerous place and everyone thinks I'm an intruder, intruder. It's pissing me off. So you want advice? Here it is. 
Everything has gone to shit. My friends are gone as robo pricks. I'm done with all your stupid games, which I'd really hit you with my sword of flames. I need your help to get through this place, so let's move you on from first to third base. Now, listen to my flow. Three, two, one, let's go. Leslie holds her hands and looks into her eyes. Say something like you're very cute and never mention her size. Laura say, I think you are quite cute too. This may be a little forward, but I love you. Cut. Two weeks pass. Leslie didn't say it back. He put him on blast. He says he isn't ready yet. Then a change of heart. He grabs your arm and says, wait, I love you, bro. Oh, bro, what? Now it's your second fight. You work things out, talking all through the night. Your bondage forged. Look how much you've grown. You are now in the dating zone. Three years pass and your love holds fast. Lovesy mentions marriage. Lara runs out fast. You aren't ready for this commitment. You break up leaving town with the next shipment. You both see other people but isn't the same. You are both longing for your previous flame. You bump into each other in a random store. You miss the way she laughs. You miss the way he snores. Back together, whole again. Feels so good to be with your best friend. Let's drop some knees. You scream at glee. He says, Why will you marry me? You say, Yes, of course I will, but is this a dream? No, this is real. I can't celebrate with ice cream. So now, by the power invested in me, by the holy church of Zippy, you, Laura, and you, Leslie, are now officially fucking married. So wait, so Zippy just married them. Is that is that what just happened? Zippy, are you actually ordained? Well, I mean, it sounded convincing, didn't it? Good enough for me, Laura, Leslie, and they hug. Wow, so beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <gasps> Oh my gosh, I feel like I just went through a whole lifetime with you in like five seconds. Oh my gosh. Feels like a couple lifetimes for me. I'm so sick of this. Uh, thank you. That's all I can really say, uh, but hey, we got the girl, Uh, and I think we're good to go. No, so no, let's, no, let's no. Honeymoon it. phase is over, bro. Just like it happened quick, it's on to the next thing quick. You're going to have to explain a lot to me, all right? Uh... What are, you, what are you talking about, Zippy? Leslie. Um, it's an open book. Um, why, one, why did you leave us for Darian to, to, for all of us to die, pretty much? And, and now it seems like you're best friends with the Robo Buddies. You, you, you could turn them off at will or make them glow blue. I don't even know what's happening. This is okay, all well, so confusing. I can only do that to, I can only do that to one at a time. Okay, and but how? Um, magic. Guide powers. Yeah. Guide powers? Leslie, even I can tell that's a lie. Well, I mean, come on. I just married you. You gotta give me something. You did. <laughs> Thank you. Laura, I'm so excited for our future. Me too. Me too. But, um, there is something you should know about me that I probably should have said before we got married. This might be a bit of a shock. <laughs> Wait, Lauren doesn't even know this? No. We've only spent a maximum of nine hours together. Yeah, nine hours, eight months ago. It was a dream. I live for that. Um, so, big shock is I'm part Mechanos, full part. I am a Mechanos person, yes. And that's that. Excuse me? 
Yep. And the reason, the reason I abandoned, well, I didn't abandon you guys. I tried to stop them, but, you know, I was tasked with bringing people here. And that, and if I brought enough, or if, or any at all, really, like, you would let me see Mara. Otto would. That's why I was doing that. Um. That is so sweet. Yes, very sweet. Um, but I don't understand. You don't look anything like them. Yeah. You, even they don't really know what that's about. Apparently, like, you know, when I was brought here, I don't really remember. I got activated here, I guess, and Otto said I was another, like, crown like him, but but kind of a garbage one. And a garbage crown? That I was, like, a reject. What? <laughs> Wait, so does that mean you hate Darian too, just like all of them? No, I like Darian. Well, I like him as much as anyone would. I mean, he's a little <laughs> rough around the he's edges. rough around the edges. Real rough around the edges. you seen his edges? Edges are rough. Woo! Rough. But Darian besides... sneezes somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but that, besides the point, this is all so much to take in. You, so... Uh, okay, so... Oh, this I don't understand. I just don't see how someone can be something they're they're not. You don't look anything like them, and you talk so different. Do you want to talk about identity crisis? I've had an I've had enough for all of us combined. But uh, you know, I've come to terms with it. I, I, I'm unique, and I love I love unique people. I know you do. You <laughs> love, uh, uh, but listen, I, I think we should leave. Like. Now that I have Lara with me, we can bounce. We never have to come back here. How do I know you're not going to just, like, ditch us again or ditch me? I got your girlfriend here safe, didn't I? You did, and I'm eternally grateful. So I will guide you out of here unharmed. Scout's honor. Don't you mean, like, guide's honor or something? That's, like, the group you're part of. Okay, well, not. I don't have my official license, so I can't actually swear on that. You're not an official guide? Oh, no. I thought that was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you're gonna have to do a lot of guiding for me. I'm looking for a rat and an Elandrin who's probably Wait, we have a to little get them soaked too? in sweat right now. We we have to get the... Oh. oh, and I need his weapons and stuff. I think that's what's in this room. I saw them carrying it. Can't forget that part. He'd kill me. You look behind Leslie and Lara and you see the switch sword and the bag of holding with all his stuff in it on the table. Do you want to go collect those? I guess. <laughs> I mean, he killed me. <laughs> you go grab the bag. It has the bone dagger. It has everything. Wait, has... I'll take the bone dagger. I'm sure he won't notice. <laughs> okay, you take... <laughs> you take the bone dagger. You take the bone dagger. He never uses and it. You have... Dude, I dare you to leave everything else there. I dare you. <laughs> Do you want to leave it there? Or do you no, want to grab no, it? No, I'll grab it. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, you you take the switch sword. You take all the switch sword gems and everything. Um, and and you have the sword and the gems on you too. You are now Darian, essentially. Ooh, I've always wanted to look. Wait, wait. That one tree gem. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to Tinder Soul have gem. Have it maybe just like on my waist side, just to just to. Just to feel good about myself for helping and getting that. 
<laughs> all right, you you slot the Tinder Soul gem on your side just so it's all in pa- plain view for it, everyone. Is it like a little keychain? Like I can I can wave it around and it glows and stuff. It's, yes. Oh, sick. <laughs> um, I'm like Darian now. This is so cool. What if I, maybe I can squeeze this into things or something? My carrot peeler could maybe use this. So, uh. Do you actually need those guys, or... Um, what? do you actually need Lara? Because I've known yes. my friends a lot longer than nine hours. Okay, well, I, didn't, I don't appreciate that. Nine hours is a lot of time. <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. Well, then you should yeah, know that if it's longer than nine hours, that I've developed a connection enough that sh- that shouldn't even be a question. Now, let's go find them. Are you saying you're married to Peterson and Derry? Not Peterson. I, I hired that guy. He's a whore, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but Darian? Darian is like a s- stepdad for me. <laughs> <laughs> you hate me, but you will respect. <laughs> I'm not going to go hey, over well, the way I feel about these people in front of you. We, I've already got enough feelings out between from the two of you. More than I'd ever like any from anyone else. So I'm done with feelings for today. Let's go. Okay, well, I don't really know where they are. What you're, I, <laughs> you're a guide, and you know this I, place. Okay. Like the most, I I don't know where the rat is, but I know Darian is being sent to the Feywild right now. <gasps> what? He's gonna leave us? Yeah. It, no, he. Well, he can only go for thirty minutes. Oh, so he'll be back? But he he's not supposed yeah. to be in the Feywild. He, Unless I, he chooses to just stay over there, well, and not I, come back. I I thought he said he was banished or something. Oh, this could be bad. Yeah, it'll probably be bad. Okay, listen. But anyways, list of priorities: we find the rat, and then we go get Darian. Okay, fastest way I know how to get to the rat is to go to the control room and do a mass surveillance search on a rat. Okay, I think he's almost out of time too. Like he, uh, he's all can only be a rat for so much longer. Okay, how much well, longer? We gotta get going then. I don't know how long's it been, DM. How long do you have? As four a rat? hours. Four oh, hours. It's been, it's been like a, Oh, it's been man. like an hour. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you're gonna be a rat for a while. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the control room, and we'll go from there. Oh. I can sneak us past the guards. I I I know the way around. Okay. I trust you. Lara, you watch his back. Oh, I'll watch it. Oh, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, I'll watch it. Okay, let's go. And the three of you leave out into the hall. Cut to Peterson. You are a rat currently, and you are in front of a Arctic ground squirrel that seems like a giant to you because you are in these dirt tunnels. Okay. Roll for initiative. Ouch. Okay. Uh, six. Um, the Arctic Ground Squirrel goes first. So you are just in a straight tunnel uh, where the Arctic Ground Squirrel is at the other end and you're where you're standing. Behind you is a little crack that you look through out of the roof uh, to look down into that room where you saw potentially the other uh, greeters members. Uh, and you're just kind of like scurrying back slightly and the arctic ground squirrel's just gonna charge it digs its claws into the dirt and it just sounds like a train is coming to you now dm 
Do I have enough time to think something? Oh, you can think something, yeah. I want to think, Peterson, you can do this. And I want to believe in myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Will that work? I don't know if it'll work because I'm... Uh, roll a d20 stuff. for if you really can believe. d20 unconfident. Okay. So what is that, like a charisma? Yeah, add your charisma. Nope. Five. You try and try, but uh, you you are not able to, to spawn the dire weasel. Um, and you just see... It's like slow-mo. Dirt is just flying and, and dirt is flying as it seems like just this ground squirrel is gonna just run over you completely um what is your AC 10 oh it hits ouch <laughs> you you get hit in the in the just like the claws and teeth and fangs that this ground squirrel has and you take <laughs> two damage how much? I'm dead. My my mouse form is destroyed. Oh, oh, you're okay. Your mouse form is destroyed. Destroyed, right? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, you're gonna grow in size in a space that you cannot necessarily grow in size. Okay. Um. So there's extra damage tacked on to that. Okay. However, Peterson, you get shot out of your rat. Form as your body goes flying backwards. You close your rat eyes, and your rat eyes turn into Peterson eyes, and Peterson arms and legs, and you start growing and expanding, and break through because of the force of your expansion. Um, you take Uh-oh. 16 damage, I'm going to say. Oh, ow. But you come crashing through the ceiling, uh, and dirt goes flying everywhere, and the ground squirrel is, like, clawing onto your chest. It's much smaller now and less intimidating. But you come flying down and land square in the middle of the table that the three greeters, the minotaur, uh, the human with the pumpkin on its head, and the little goblin uh, were sitting around. And you land right on the coffee table, essentially. And the ground squirrel sees you've grown in size and gets scared and runs back up to the ceiling and into its... It uses this movement to run away? Yeah. Ugh, I don't get an attack of opportunity on that thing. <laughs> sure, you can get an attack of oh, opportunity. Oh, man, this suck Natural 20! Yes! What, wait, what are you doing? I'm what are you doing? I'm eviscerating that thing with primal savagery, man. Big claws just materialize <laughs> on my hands of magic, and I, like... I turn that thing into ribbons, man. Yeah, it tries to run away and jump off your uh, your chest, but you grab it by the tail and you literally just dice it, Whoosh. and bits of it fly onto the greeter's heads. <laughs> One lands in the eye of the pumpkin that that weird human has on its head. Um, and and the the all of them are just kind of sitting there staring at you as you're lying on your back in front of all of them. I'm going to climb to my feet slowly I'm with like a, a little wave. And I'm going to kind of hold up what's left of the squirrel and say, Salutations. My name is uh, Peterson. Peterson. And I'm going <laughs> to eat the squirrel. 
Um, Whoa. Uh, I come from, uh, um, I hail from Don. It is a pleasure to meet uh, fellow treasure hunters such as yourselves. Um, I see a goblin in our midst. A pleasure especially to meet you as well. They're all kind of like just jaw dropped. They're like, how the hell did this random person just come crashing through the ceiling? The long-legged human with the pumpkin head just stands up from his seat and starts slow clapping. It just slow <laughs> clapping. And he's like, oh, man, that was insane. That was incredible. Kudos to you. What an entrance. And the minotaur is like, wow, that was, that's, that scared me. And the little goblin's like, did I just clone myself? Ah, uh, no. Did I just will myself into being again? Um, if only we could do such things, am I right? Um, this may not be clear, but I'm a little bit lost. Um, I've actually been sent on behalf of Lara, uh, the dragonborn. Uh, she asked me to come find help. She's in great, a great dire need. Wait. What are, you, what are you saying, Lara? How did you even get in here? I wish... Are you just a fan? I can sign an autograph. Oh, I would certainly love that when we have time. Don't indulge him. He is a small one. Are, are you referring to me as a small one? Other I'm goblin. referring to him. And he's pointing to uh, the pumpkin head guy, who is actually quite tall. I, I'm afraid I uh, I don't have time to waste. Um, Lara sent me. She knew that I could turn into a small rodent, and uh, she told me that she needed your help. I find that hard to believe. She was traveling today. Um, unfortunately, you may not have noticed, but maybe perhaps you have, that there was a disturbance with the towers. Um, something happened, and there was a huge disturbance with the autonomous beings, or um, the mechanical beings. I'm not sure. I'm not from here originally. Might not be clear. Um, but perhaps we can help each other. Wait, did you say you are from Dawn? Eastern Goblin Tribe? The Eastern Spirit Goblin Tribe, that's right. Ah, they are the they are the lessest of the the goblin species. You mean the least? <laughs> ha! Don't correct me. You use the old tongue, the inferior language, that doesn't use correct words like lessest. <laughs> Sorry, I don't laugh. Um, I'm gonna say you would do well to watch your tongue, fellow goblin, because my patience wears thin even against one of my own tribe. Or one of my own kind. The only tongue I'll watch is yours when it's on the floor licking my boot. I will never bow again. Okay, you two. Uh, calm down, jeez. Uh, but listen, you said your name was Peterson? That's right. Nice to meet you. I am Prince Brisbane. Yes, you can bow. And this, my friend, the furry minotaur cowman, is Cork. And this, uh... Boot-licking obsessed goblin is uh, locked in. Nice to meet your acquaintance. Now, I hear you're saying all these things about trouble and Lara, and that's all good, but this is my day off. So if it's all the same to you, I'll get to it tomorrow. Thank you. He starts moving his way out the room. Oh, well, then perhaps, um, excuse me, you other two, pleasure to meet you. Um, excuse me, Prince Brisbane, um, perhaps yeah. you could even just give me directions. Well, that would be working. 
I don't do much of that at all. Especially on days off. <laughs> days, days off, you you understand the concept? Of of course. When my, your, I'm off. At your leisure, Prince Brisbane. And I, I turn my brain complete. I don't even think on these days. This conversation is draining me completely. Of course. I I I am I'm sorry to bother you. You're going to rot my gourd with all my excess thinking. Then, then be be at be on your way. I shall do that. And he just opens the door, and it leads into uh, just kind of like hammocks. Like it's like you know how underneath a pirate ship, how uh, there's kind of like the crew cabin with hammocks and stuff. There's one there, and he just walks to one and like lies face down. Okay, um, but behind me, Core and Lockton are still there. Yeah, Cork and Lockton. I'm gonna. And are there any other doors? Uh, nope. Well, there's one at the other end of the of the crew cabin room. To go kind of like to leave this whole place. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take a breath, and I'm going to turn around and walk back into the room. I'm going to look at Lockton, Lockton, and I'm going to say, Lockton, fellow goblin, kind. Um, perhaps we got off on the wrong foot. It is true I am from the Eastern Spear Goblin tribe, and... You may not have heard, but the Eastern Spirit Tribe is no longer a... Um, they no longer exist. We have, uh, went under an unfortunate end. I did not hear that. That is unfortunate. It is. Um, but I'm curious as to... Uh, if you are not from Don yourself, where did you grow up? I grew up on the Northern Goblin Tribe. Oh, you're one of those... The little bit snooty, they say. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, no. you said it, not me. Um, I am not snooty at all. I am tall. Listen, Logden. Perhaps you and I share a more similar fate than you think. How are goblins perceived out in this mainland? They are perceived well. Because I force them to. Nobody looks down on me, for I am the tallest one around. I just want to clarify, he's like the same height as me, right? Yeah, he's the exact same height as you. I'm, I'm going to look at Kor. How tall is he? He's like seven foot five. <laughs> Kor, you agree with all of this? Uh, I just try to ignore it. Okay, well, Logden, I aspire to many of the same things that you do. I wish not to bother you anymore, but... If you wish to make a great name for yourself, I am on an epic quest to uh, to create a new goblin tribe. Perhaps you'd like to join me in some way. Ha. No. All right. Well, I tried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then farewell. It- the only goblin tribe I swear allegiance to is the northern one. Well, they are dead as well, actually. What? Yes, I... Roll deception. I- okay. <laughs> Natural 20 again! What? Yes! <laughs> yes! Can I continue? Lockton, I am so sorry. I I assumed you would have heard. Um, And I, I raise up my mask a little bit more so I can look into his eyes and I say, I too have lost a tribe. I, I am sorry for the pain you must be feeling. We know not the cause. Um, we just found their 
camps abandoned and slaughtered. Oh no. My wife, my kid, my grandparent, all dead. Well, they say. I am visibly upset, as you can tell by my voice. Yes. I am devastated. Aha, 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 aha. My tears are falling like rain. Is he crying? Do not look at me, small one, for my tears are shedding quite profusely. I will leave you to it then, unless, um, you... No, I... This is probably... You probably want space. I will leave you to it. Farewell. Um, I'm sorry for the news. Why, ancestors? Why? Why have you taken my tribe? Perhaps you should have had a better job and bye! And I'm gonna... I'm just gonna (laughs) And you, uh, exit the room. What would you like to do? Uh, You're in the crew cabin room now. Okay, I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to find. Okay, well, can I or reorient myself somehow, like looking at the walls, to try to go back towards the staircases that were going down? Uh, well, you'd have to go out into the hallways uh, to to determine that. Okay, I will sneak up to the hallways, and uh, I will like poke my head around and look left and right. You open the door, and you can see there is one helical gorilla robot just standing guard outside the door. Um, and it doesn't see you, but uh, it's just standing there waiting. Okay. Now, was Lockton wearing, like, a, a special, like, uh, uniform? They were all just wearing common clothes uh, and no, no armor or anything. It seems like all that was kind of, like... Not confiscated, but taken away. And there's no way I can... Okay, I am going to take a step back. And I'm going to give myself another pep talk because I feel like I did a pretty good job. Peterson feels like he did a pretty good job selling that story about the Northern Tribe. (laughs) And he's going to say, Peterson, you knew you could do it, and you did. And I'm going to lick the last little bit of blood off of my claws from that squirrel just to make that justice taste so sweet. And I'm going to try to summon Diesel, my dire weasel. Roll for it. Okay. I don't suppose you believe me if I had another natural 20. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Same as before, a five. Okay, yeah, you, you keep trying, but something uh, is stopping you from believing in yourself, Peterson. Okay, how do I distract him? You're in there thinking and scratching your chin, hmm. and Cork the Minotaur comes through the doorway. And says, uh, Peterson. Yes, horned one. Could you tell me more about the Lara situation? I find it odd. Yes, well, um, you may have heard her sharing about her relationship with a young tiefling with a beautiful singing voice named Leslie. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I regret to inform you that I. I knew Leslie, but I saw him come under difficult times, and he actually needs our help. And so I went to Lara because I knew of their relationship, and she said that she needed more assistance, more than what she could do, and me as well. We needed more friends to support her in saving him. Wait, Leslie's real? Oh, yes. When <laughs> he, he looks just like this. And I'm going to create a minor illusion to... 
but I'll make him look like a little more like a stronger jaw and like stronger hairline and like great teeth, you know. Okay. You bring up the the most perfect version of Leslie there ever could be. But still and believable. Like, still, you know. But still believable. And he's just like Yep. That's about how she described him. Chiseled jaw, everything. Uh, Manicured nails. I I wasn't expecting that either. Why is Lara going against the Mechanos? Why? It's just for Leslie. It's un. That seems foolish and dangerous. No, no, no. It's all a giant misunderstanding. Leslie was injured in some kind of accident in an avalanche, and the robots are doing their best to help him. But, um, he is he's trapped or something. I um I I didn't have all the details. I had to be sneaky because the Mechanos are not familiar with me necessarily. Yes, you are an outsider, and I don't think they take kindly to those. Hence my need for discretion, being a a, a mouse. <laughs> I mean, being up in the vent. Ha <laughs> ha! Well, you need help. I, I don't think we can get out of this room, but if it's for Lara or anything that you said she needs me to do, I'll do it. No matter what. I owe her my life. She is a truly wonderful uh, dragonborn, a scaly one. I, I agree. Well, how? Yeah, go ahead. Well, what would you propose, Cork, to escape this place undetected? Maybe Prince Brisbane can do something. He's a uh, very talkative. And Cork suggests that that idea, and the two of you get to brainstorming on potential escape plans, and we cut to Darian. Darian, you have just left your audience with Otto and you are now moving up the elevator that Zippy just previously was you know, descending on uh, and you move up as you see uh, that Trisha has her spider legs, one on one orb, the other on the other and it's just powering it to raise the elevator and you get to the top uh, and Trisha just starts leading you out um, you're not in the baby carrier in the front. You're just walking behind with the collar around your neck and everything. But you walk past the map room, and you see there's lots of Mechanos in here cranking the levers now. And you can see the image in the orb is, like, swirling and dancing. The the giant orb in the center of this room that projected, like, where they had gone before uh, is now just kind of, like, swirling as... The levers and and mechanical bits are, are and gears are turning and everything's kind of moving, uh, and you are being led up the stairs, the winding staircase. You are led all the way up into the locker room that you basically uh, Zippy and Peterson were in with Lara before, and there is a helical gorilla robot there that looks at you uh, and says. Aladrin, put this black suit on. You will need this for your trip. I uh, take the suit, and while I start kind of getting ready, I ask, you know, I took um, a few rough hits earlier. Is there any kind of brief medical assistance I could 
get before I go? One of you, grab a healing potion. On it. And a spur walks off and comes back uh, with a potion filled with red liquid and hands it to you. Uh, thank you. And I drink it. You feel fully recharged, health and magic and all. Um, oh, wow. I want a lot of those potions. Feel, yeah, it was a, it was a one of those. Uh, you are back tippity top shape. Uh, what about my hands? Your hands are still charred and everything. They're they're not healed. Uh, it just you know healed the rest. Like your hands, the skin is kind of like covered, but like the scarring and everything is still there. And your hands still feel kind of like numb from the nerve damage. It wasn't like a crazy powerful healing. I guess, um, well, I guess that'll have to do. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, you slip on the skin-tight black suit, uh, and the helical robot moves over to you and places a mechanical dial on your chest and slots in a blue gemstone. Um, it, it looks like one of your gems that you'd normally put in your switch sword and slots it into your chest and hands you a, a white helmet uh, with just the red eye on the front and says, You must keep this helmet with you at all times. This will allow us to record your trip and make sure that you have accomplished the task. Do I, do I need to wear it the whole time? Is it necessary for, for the transportation? We would advise you to wear it, but if a situation requires you to take it off, that is also acceptable. Just make sure you come back with the helmet. Of course. And they lead you past these giant old stone doors, and they creak open, and you see it's a wide open room. There's no mechanos bits in here at all. It all seems to be just like intact and ancient. And you just see uh, a rainbow glass, like just it's like stained glass of multicolors, just encircle the rim of this room. Uh, and the helical leads you in, and there's just a flat stone flooring uh, with just kind of a, a circular pattern around it. That seems to be, if you've ever seen like the circle of planes uh, image, uh, it's like that on the floor. Uh, and there's a spot for you to stand in the center, but the helical first says, Now, activate the center gem by touching it. This will make a magical clone of yourself that will allow you to transport back to it within a 30-minute period of time. I uh, look down at the dial, and I, I touch the gem. You touch it? And you feel drained. You feel weak. It's like your body is just kind of like being absorbed by this gem. And you see blue magic is just like arcing off your skin as a blue magical clone of yourself appears right next to you. And it just is standing like T-posing. And it just seems to be lifeless and it just stands there. And you have now lost half of all your spell slots and half of your health oh my 
gosh. Ooh. Okay. Your magical essence and health will be returned upon activating the gem again. Good, uh, oh, good to know. Not that I'll be needing it, I guess, anyway. Now please, go step on the center of the floor. Okay. And I step forward to the center of the room. You stand placed in the center of this platform. Around you, you can see the full array of the stained glass windows, and you can see outside of them some glimpses of the towers, and they're moving and shifting, and they stop. And the half-moon orbs on top start to emit a beam of light. One comes through a red stained glass window, and a red light courses over you. Then a blue from the left... And then a green and a yellow and just a rainbow of colors is surrounding you. You stand still, clenching your fists as you are engulfed in these kaleidoscope of colors. And then you hear it charging and charging. You can feel your body kind of trembling and you hear it powering up. But outside your helmet, all you see at this point is just white. You try to move but your movements are so sluggish, it's like your entire body has slowed down besides your consciousness. Your arm is moving at a snail's place as you try to lift it, and you feel it charging and building and building and building, and then reality shatters. You are falling through a pit of colors. Outside your mask, you can't comprehend, but it's glass shards are surrounding you. You see parts of yourself in them reflecting off their surfaces. But the colors are surrounding you, and you are still moving at a snail's pace. And boom! Planes start flying past you. Outside your mask, you see visions of different types of areas, crystal caverns, sky islands, every shape and form of environment is flying past you as you are falling into this endless pit. But then, one stands out. A very familiar looking location. It's the Feywild. With all its luscious life, and vibrant colors. It's standing out amongst all the rest, and it's becoming clearer and clearer. Pressure surrounds you, and you feel you are teleported to another plane. You are teleported about five feet off the ground, and you land feet first crunching several crisp leaves beneath you. You are welcomed by a familiar cool breeze that is just sliding across your face and through your hair. And looking around, seeing the trees and the changing colors in the leaves, but the Tempest Alps in the distance are enough proof to let you know that you are in the autumn court of the Feywild. And Darian, you are back home. 
that's where we're going to take a break. depths of the deep comes another mirror but this one is different it has a purpose it has a will to fight it is a special shout out a shout out for a musical composer The maestro of madness, the bard of beats. Yes, he is available to make custom music for you and your projects. Yes, you can have awesomely handcrafted tunes like the one you are hearing right now. Yes, this was made by Jacob Goudreau. Want to keep up to date with his music? You can follow him at Instagram. Jacob Joseph Music <laughs> Contact Jacob Joseph Music on Instagram now for your own custom music Well, thank you, Draken, for that very special mid-roll shout-out. If you like that music that we were literally just playing, that was made by Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Joseph Music on Instagram. Uh, please go give him a follow and check out his other tunes that he's been posting there. And you can contact him there as well if you're interested in maybe getting him to do some work for your projects. Uh, we would highly recommend him. He's made so many songs for us that you'd probably recognize. Uh, things like Darian's theme, Peterson's theme, all the themes for our characters. Uh, and if you're another D&D podcast, get theme music for your characters. It's freaking awesome. Whenever they do something sick, that's when we use it. Uh, he's also made songs for us like uh, Deep Dark Danky Dungeon music and uh, some sweet tracks when our airship, the the Sparrow, is taking off. And he, he really composes music to fit the scene and the moods that you're looking for. So I would highly recommend anyone who needs custom music for their projects, go contact uh, him on Instagram again at Jacob Joseph Music. If you're not into the Instagram scene, you can email him at musicbyjacobjoseph at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, all just one word. So musicbyjacobjoseph at gmail.com. Also, if you want to check out more of uh, Jacob Joseph's music, you can catch it on Spotify. Look up the album Rogue's Quest. It's a bunch of tracks. It, it's sick. And you it's like D&D theme too-ish, you know? So uh, if you're listening to this show, you'll probably like the album Rogue's Quest on Spotify. Uh, last thing too, we are actually doing a little giveaway with Jacob Joseph so that you can win a free two-minute theme. So all you got to do is go to his Instagram, follow him, and comment on his giveaway post that he has up there. And just comment something that's like Cheaper by the Dungeon related. So like Cheaper by the Dungeon sent me uh, Darian for president. Peterson is the mercenary of my heart or Zippy peeled my carrot. Uh, any of that stuff, I'm sure, will fly, uh, and you'll be entered in for a giveaway of a two-minute theme. 
The winner will be announced in our next episode's mid-roll, which is two weeks from now, so on March 24th. Uh, so tune in then to hear who won, if it was you or not. And then Jacob Joseph will uh, reach out to contact the winner as well. But uh, yeah, tune in for that. And again, thank you, Jacob Joseph Music, for all your support. And again, the last little things, our next episode is going to be going up on March 24th. So get pumped for that. We're we're diving deeper into the madness of this arc. Uh, And also, if you enjoy our show or you want to help us out, you can always give us a review on iTunes or even Podchaser. Podchaser is a new one. We want some more reviews there. So if you can spare a minute, uh, toss us one there. We really appreciate it. Uh, And thank you again, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. we're going into Darien's backstory in three, two, one. Enjoy. We are back, but not where we were before. We are back in a new plane. Oh, the Feywild. Darien, how's it feel to be back? Sweet crack of the bat, good to be back. <laughs> uh, I'm as a player, I'm freaking out right now. I'm dying internally. <laughs> well, Darian, around you, you see, you are in the autumn court. Um, you have only seen this from afar, but uh, you can tell, like the Tempest Alps and everything, the giant mountains that have a giant cog like sticking out of it is very uh, memorable, uh, and also the trees are, you know, like changing leaf colors leaves are falling it's it's very autumn atmosphere but you can also tell around where you've been teleported uh there isn't too much it seems like you know mechanos people from the past have clearly kind of waged war throughout here um but you've been told to find the gate and they've teleported you somewhat close to it so you gotta kind of find it and you got 30 minutes. After Darian lands, he takes the helmet off and just is looking around in in kind of like an awe. And he just pauses and does a deep inhale as he just kind of breathes in the air of the Feywild and realizing he how much he has missed. Uh, being home, even though the Autumn Court is still a little foreign to him in terms of locale, he can, he just knows that this, even this plane just feels like home. And uh, after looking around for like a minute or two and, and realizing he's on the clock, he he takes the helmet, puts it back on, and uh, he starts uh, searching. And so I would like to kind of uh, do a perception check of some kind to to see if I can find uh, any kind of like track or traces or something that would lead me to where uh, this Mechanos gate is. Okay. Roll a perception check. <laughs> Starting off well. Uh, that's a natural 20. What the <laughs> heck? <Guys>, stop. <laughs> Three natural 20s. <laughs> that's, that's my first roll of today because you guys have basically been doing the whole first half and that's how we opened. So let's keep this uh, Let's keep this going. Do you know what? I believe you, man. I believe you for once that you rolled that. Why would I lie about that? That's amazing. Right on. I'm glad you guys are getting all your 20s out now because <laughs> you're not getting them later when it counts. 
probably um, using them on lame stuff like perception. But uh, in this case, it's very useful because you literally scurry up a tree, a nearby tree. You get to the top. You poke your head out with the helmet on, and you're scanning the environment. You're in the middle of a woods, uh, and and you can see uh, a lake down south from you, deeper into the autumn port. And you can tell at this lake that there are smokestacks going up, and there seems to be lots of people. And actually, with such a strong perception in your eagle-like eyes, you can see a flag that resembles the flag of the restorationists, the the autumn court refugees that left after the Mechanos War that are trying to come back now and revive the autumn court. You see their flag nearby this lake, and you think, hmm, that might be a good place to look uh, for a potential gate. That would be the one place that people want to kind of lock down, you know? When Darian sees the flag, his... He gets a big pit in his stomach and feels a little sick, but climbs down the tree and starts uh, heading that way and uh, is keeping a a watchful eye to see if he sees any kind of movement or anybody else around. You are moving quickly from tree to tree through through the autumn court. Lots of fallen leaves are like landing on your shoulders, but you are kind of running through uh, as sneakily and as quickly as you can to get to that camp. Along your way, you actually notice, and this is different from the spring court that you were normally used to and where you grew up, uh, in the spring court where the Mechanos hadn't really reached. There wasn't really many signs of them, but here you can see lots of like scrap metal buried in the dirt or, or even some spurs that are leaning up against trees that the trees have kind of like, you know, grown over top of. Lots of moss-covered steel and stuff like that. Um, so the traces of the mechanosis is quite prevalent here. But you are making your way through and, and bobbing and weaving. And you look and you hide behind a tree and peek around and you can see restorationists. Autumn court Aladrin and some spring Aladrin and some, and some uh, summer Aladrin as well. No winter Aladrin. But you see some of them, some satyrs which are goat-legged people. Think of Mr. Tumnus from Narnia. Uh, and you even see some fairies uh, are, are, or sprites are, are dancing about over there. There seems to be a whole camp, uh, little huts and tents, uh, and people moving like boxes and supplies, and and looks like they're getting to work, trying to plant seeds and restore the court. Um... Can I make a perception check of the people there working, and do I recognize any of them? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, it's a 15 plus 4, so 19. Okay. You look off, and you recognize a few faces, some some people from, you know, Holven, the spring, the, uh, spring court uh, city you grew up in. Uh, some like you know store owners, Mister Fiddle Twigs from the corner store, essentially, and some other people that you'd recognize, but uh, nobody that you are super close with or super familiar with. Just a lot of you know faces that you would have seen. Uh, that brings a, a a little bit of relief to Darian, but he still has some unease in his stomach in this scenario. But after seeing all that, you hear a crunch of leaves behind you. 
and you kind of perk up and before you can turn around you hear a voice hey who are you get away from there hearing that voice sends a shock to your very core Darian all the veins in your body and head are bulging your rage that you've kept down for so long is exploding because this voice belongs to Beans. Beans! It is Beans, your childhood rival. Before you can even turn around, flashback time. You have had such emotional trauma from hearing his voice that you are transported in your mind to a flashback. You are a younger Darian with as strong a head as ever and you are in an underground little secret dirt hideout uh, with with a a spur, a rusted spur mechanos being pinned up against the wall. You're at a workbench with a dim candle lit Darian and you're working over this workbench tinkering and you are hammering and, and twisting some knobs and and tightening some screws and you lean back and take a sigh and raise up your switch sword that you have just completed this is back in time when you were just creating it oh wow I did it <laughs> Holy, I can't wait to show the guys. This is, this is wild. You hear, uh, do, knock, 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 knock on the, on the door, the wooden door to the secret underground base that you've little, you've dug out and the door opens and you see your autumn Aladrin girlfriend, Lily, comes through the door and she's like, hey, Darian, what you working on? Still working on Mechanos stuff? You gotta stop. You're gonna get in trouble. Lily, ch- check this out, though. No, look look how amazing this is. Look, I found I found a few extra parts today from, from that spur on the wall there, and, and I managed to, to put a couple extra gears in the handle, and you see, I, if, I, if I turn this dial, it, it, it cranks, and it, it's almost like there's a, there's a slot here that I, that I could enter something into. I've, I haven't found it yet, but I, I think it needs like a some kind of gem of some kind based on the, the slot it's it's really cool look crazy Darian you gotta, it looks cool it's a cool sword but I don't know I'm proud of you though this was a lot of work and I know how much time and energy you put into it thanks Lil it's a it's a lot and behind her comes a large dryad tree person Mulch another one of your friends and he just says Mulch. Mulch, buddy. And uh, Mulch and I have this, um, like, fist bump handshake. Um, It's like a bump, bump, elbow bump, like, thumb grab, like, pop up in the air. And even though Mulch is a dryad of little words, he still still likes to pop off. (laughs) You do your little secret handshake. Uh, And behind him, hops onto Mulch's shoulders is Asher, another satyr goat-legged person. He's like, Ha! Darian, what's up? <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Always just gotta be messing with trouble, right? 
Whoa, that's a cool little sword. Yeah, man, yo, check this out. And I uh, I swing it around a couple times doing a, uh, a couple, like, proper sword swings like I've done in, uh, in my hours of, of training at home. And Asher is like, whoa! And then he hops down from Mulch's shoulders and runs up and is like, give me a try, I want to try, I want to try! Oh, okay, but be careful, this is like this is like a real sword, though, okay? Yeah, 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 I'm good with swords. And he picks it up and he's like, whoa, look at me, <laughs> swing, watch this! And he swings and he hits Mulch's leg and it sinks into his bark and Mulch just goes, and he's like, oh, sorry. He takes it out, and you can see it just grows over where it was, like, stabbed. I take the sword back um, from him and go, okay, I think, uh, I think that's enough there. And then behind comes another one of your friends. The whole gang's coming together. Um, it's Daisy, the sprite, the sun, uh, the sun court sprite, or sun sprite. Uh, and they go, oh, Darian, woo Mechano stuff. You gotta stop playing with that. Why does everyone keep telling me that? Like, I, I don't think it's a big deal. This is—it's just technology. It's fine. I agree. They're all a bunch of old fogies that keep putting rules on us. <laughs> but it's okay. We won't tell anybody. Your secret's safe with us, and we want to see what else you can make. Yeah, me too. I, I appreciate it. How's uh, how's your mom doing? Hmm. Good. I think she's busy today. She's always busy. You know how it is, Archfey kids and all. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. And then from the back. Oh, oh. At this point, you were friends, but <laughs> but you're still, you know, at this point with hindsight, uh, a little bitter. It's Beans, a very short spring Aladrin, um, who is very skinny and thin, uh, almost malnourished looking, but he's very tiny. Uh, the shortest spring lodger in all of Holven. And he's just like, hmm. Darian, I don't think I should be messing with us. <laughs> Beans, you never think we should be messing with anything. <laughs> That's true, but you know, uh, rules are for, uh, for a reason. Past Feywild people were all Feywild, you know, but we got rules now at Holven. We gotta abide by them. If we always just lived by all the rules, nothing would ever get done. We'd never find new things. Mulch. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's fine. You're not hurting anyone. Unless you start using that sword for real. So your secret's as safe as can be with me. Scout's honor. <laughs> Thanks, Beans. <laughs> I always knew you were a friend. And the rest of you hang out and you show them some other Mechanos little tinkering things you've done. And the night goes into night and fades away, and you guys leave. A few years later, you're back in the hole, uh, back in the hole of your secret base, working and tinkering on the sword, really fine-tuning it. You've made a steam gem at this point. Just as you intuited before that you might need some magical essence to you know, really bring it to its full potential, you've actually made it. From the core of the dead spur, um, you slot it in for the first time, Darian. And before your eyes, Buster Sword activates. And it's heavy and it's in your hands and you've never seen anything like this. Oh, wow. 
Oh my gosh, that's... that's amazing. This metal is amazing. Ben, you hear some stomping and heavy feet coming down the steps to your underground base. And you see the door kicks open and there's these green armor with gold trim guards coming in. The Holven guards have infiltrated your base and these Aladrin and Satyr and other Feywild uh, type guards come in your room and say, Darian Branch, what are you doing? You are violating the law. I, uh, uh, this, uh, this isn't what it looks like. I, um, I, it's, it's not what it looks like. You are tampering with dangerous materials. You, of all people, should know better than anyone, being the son of Caspin. It's, it's not dangerous. It's fine. It's just it's tools. It's just technology. It's nothing dangerous at all. Then lower the sword. I, uh, I, I look at the sword for another second, and I release the steam gem from it, and I, I lower it. The other guards surround you, and they grab the switch sword away and the steam gem, and some of them are grabbing the dead Mechanos body. They're, like, tearing up your secret base, and the one guard comes to you and says, You are in a lot of trouble. Just because you are the son of an archmage does not, does not make you above our rules. I've never been above your rules. You will be brought before the Sun Sprite Queen to answer for your transgressions. Aunt LV again? And fades away. And you are in an just completely immaculate courtroom. Uh, it, it's it's less of you know a traditional courtroom, but you're you're in this circular room where there's three high chairs uh, that are just so far above the ground, but you are on this like white pearlescent floor beneath them, and you're on your hands and knees, and in one of the three chairs is a large sun sprite. It's Elvi, the sun sprite's archfey. Um, you can see your father is in the other chair. Your father, Caspin, the fallen branch archfey, an Aladrin, potentially, <laughs> who is covered from head to toe. His body is in, wrapped in branches. No skin is shown. And that's how you've always seen your father. He just has, like, wooden skin. But Elvi is up there, and there's guards all around. And there's even people just outside the windows of this court. It's kind of an open court. It's not enclosed. And there's like sprites flying and a Aladrin watching. Everyone's come out to see your trial. Hey, Auntie. It's uh, good to see you again. Darian, do you know what you have done? I've... You have tampered with foreign materials, materials from the Mechanos War. You are familiar with the war, right? Of course I am. Any fey being is familiar with the war. Good. So your brain does work. Why would you go and do such a foolish thing, something so taboo within our culture? Because why? Why must it be taboo? It's metal, it's parts, it's tools, it's 
It's nothing more than that. Why? Why should we be so scared of this material? And as Darian is, is pleading, he's, he's looking around at the other, uh, the other members of, of kind of the council uh, who are in the room. The war was long ago, and I know, I know many were lost. But should we not, should we not face that which came to destroy us, to learn from it, to prevent it, to maybe even work with it? Why, why do we hide behind our trees and our walls? Should we not be exploring this? We are not hiding. You would not be saying such things you were there on the fields where so many of our people were slain. You are ignorant. We do not need to use this material. We are far stronger. That is why we won the war. You are tampering with meaningless things that should be locked away and be thrown into a deep, dark dungeon. What do you think, Caspin? Sorry, kid. I think your Aunt Elvie's right on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I just screwed up. I'm sorry, Elvie. I I should have known better. I should have, you know, been more attentive to his wandering offs. Make sure he wasn't doing anything like this. But of course, this was so far out of my mind that I didn't even think it was a possibility. So, the entire time Casman is saying that, Darian is just staring down at the ground, looking very downcast and disappointed. Why am I not surprised? You're never on my side. Not since I was a child and not now. Why should I expect anything different? I'd say we give him death. I agree, death. Yeah, death. Death for traitors. Death for him. Traitors like him. Death does seem to be a fitting punishment. You would sentence your own nephew to die. Well, if it's the only way for you to learn, then yes. How's anyone supposed to you learn in death? You have harnessed your father's name. You have potentially endangered the people of Olven. Your life is no greater than anyone else's, Darian, regardless of your father or your lineage. This is absurd. You would sentence your own family to die for messing with mere tools, mere material. This is truly a, a dark day for the Feywild, indeed. So, it is done. Darian Branch is sentenced to death. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, death for now, but, uh, LV, I think we should talk about this a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, sure, death. Death for now, but we'll discuss. And, Darian, you stand up and are escorted out of the court by Holden Guards. Fast forward to you in a Holven prison, and Lily has come down the steps to visit you. I uh, 
as soon as I see that she comes down, I, I stand up in the in the cell and, and run over to the cage uh, and say, Hey, hey, Lil. This is, uh... It's looking pretty bleak, huh? I knew, I knew you shouldn't be messing with that stuff. How did... How did they find out? It was only us, it was only... It was only the group of us who knew, I told no one else. Beans ratted you out. What? Apparently it got in its head. He spilled the beans, so to speak. You know, in different circumstances, that would almost be funny. That's... That son of a bitch. I would kill him if I saw him right now. I can't believe you... You would betray me like that. Betray us like that. None of us are talking to him anymore. Not me, Mulch, Asher. None of us. You're in, are you going to be okay? Um... Yeah, I'm... I'm sure it'll be just fine. Well, you know, it'll... It'll work out like it always does, right? Darian, I'm so scared! And she just runs to the to the bars. She's grasping them. And, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of holding her, too, through the bars. I go, I'm... I know. It's gonna be okay. And it fades away. You are walking through the woods of the spring court with your father a few steps ahead. And he's just like, come on, kid. A little bit more. What are we doing out here? I thought... I'm supposed to be getting executed right now. Yeah, well... Your old pop kind of smoothed things over Thelvi and got you that banishment instead. Not that anybody in Holden knows, or thinking it's a private execution, but uh, make a remarkable resurrection in a few years. So everyone's, everyone's gonna think I'm dead. Eh, more or less, yeah. Better than not actually being dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess debatable, depending on your perspective, but it's something at least. Darian, where did I go wrong with you? You know, I wish it were so easy. What? I wish it were so easy to say one thing, but... I don't know if things ever went right. Well, I don't understand your riddles right now, but, uh... I gave you everything. You were gonna be the next me. I was teaching you. I was instructing you. I, I know I was harsh. But... It was for your benefit, Darian. You never asked me if I wanted to be you. You never asked me anything. Some people don't get a choice, Darian. I thought I told you that. You should know that this is your purpose. This is what you had to do. A purpose? purpose I didn't ask for. In a life I didn't ask for. You think I asked for it? Jeez. You know what? You know what I needed? Some people are called to higher things, Darian. Whether they like it or not, they have responsibilities. Yeah. That 
are larger than their preferences. You still, after all this, come back and you will protect Bolvin, the Spring Court, and the entire Feywild like I've done. Yeah, well, we'll see if I survive long enough in this banishment to even come back, I guess. Listen, I'm sending you to the Prime Material Plane. I told LV it's like the worst of the worst, but it's honestly like, it's basically cotton candy land down there. It's like super easy. While you're gone, I want you to think. I want you to grow, mature. When you come back, I need you to be the leader I can count on. But when I'm gone, that's what your training's for, Darian. Well, I guess I'll be who I'm going to be when I come back. But I don't know if it's going to be who you want. Okay, listen. Here. It's down this cliff. Just gotta jump. Darian. I need you to actually listen to me. You might not believe it, but I do love you, and you are my son. You just don't see it yet. What you have to do. Take this ring. One of mine. Always wear it. I, uh, I take the ring and and slide it on my finger. This will protect you, okay? Alright. Is, um, is, is my mother going to be okay? She'll be fine. What does she know? She knows it all. She's more understanding about the situation. She thinks, you know, Elvie and all of them are a little bit too high-strung about the Mechanos stuff as well. I guess that's where you got it from. Oh, one last thing, Darian. What? Here. And he holds out the switch sword and the steam gem. Where did you get this? Well, I swiped it. The archway work in mysterious ways. But anyways, take it. Use it. Just don't bring it back. You can use it out there, not back here, okay? That's an outside toy, not an inside. You know, it's funny. It took this long and I finally got one of the gifts I actually wanted. Okay, well, now I feel bad about literally every single gift I've ever given you. Thanks for that. Real, real nice. Maybe hopefully when you come back you have a bit more social awareness. And a sense of humor. You really didn't get the sense of humor from me. Anyways, have a good trip. How long is this exile anyway? I said a hundred, but you can come back in fifty. Fifty? Oh. Well, don't don't change too much while I'm gone. Yeah, I might just be a pile of sticks by the time you get back. Anyways, get going. <sighs> Goodbye. And I, uh, I hop off the cliff. And you fall and fall. And whoop. 
you end up in the Prime Material Plane at Camp Wanawamp, where your prequel started. Wow. But we're done with your flashback because you are back in your body and Beans is standing behind you. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, I run over in a fit of rage, immediately flash to Summer, and I grab him by the throat and I push him up the closest tree trunk so that I'm holding him up in the air. throw him down to the ground from the tree and I take the helmet off and I look at him and I go you did this to me beans <coughs> what <gasps> Darius? you betrayed me you were my friend I lost everything because of you everything it's a ghost would a ghost be able to do this? And I run over and kick him in his stomach. <laughs> I don't think a ghost can do that. <gasps> I see you still don't got a lot of meat on your bones, Beans. And I pick him up by his collar off the ground and I toss him back towards the tree. <laughs> what in Ileana's... Green Earth, are you doing here? I have the nerve to kill you right now. I'm helping the restoration is with Lily. Lily? Lily's here? Yeah? Where, Where is she? Is she okay? She's doing fine. She's at the camp. She's we're we're kind of going out now. You're what? I said we're kind of going out now. And I grab him by the throat again, and I drag him up the tree, and say, "This better be some kind of sick joke, Beans." It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Stop. I take him and and throw him back to the ground. <coughs> Darian just has so many emotions and things just flashing through his head and he's he can't think straight he's supposed to be here to scout this gate he's full of nostalgia from being back in the plane he's full of rage from beans and he's full of sorrow thinking about lily and he just doesn't even know what to do with himself and he's just lost in his thoughts and he just stands there and doesn't doesn't know what to do how did you get back how are you here why did you look like a mechanos the hat it's too long to explain it's probably but I, all connected to your dad right don't don't bring him up right now. Look, I... You're probably... Is he alive too? What? Is... What do you mean, is uh, he alive? I'm... 
you really shouldn't be. Uh, you're gonna hit me again. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? What do you mean is he alive too? What are you? What are you saying? I'm saying he's uh, not alive currently. He's. He's what? What are you. <laughs> After you were sent away, uh, things were uncovered about him through investigations. They. They found that he opened the gate for the Mechanos to start the war. He started the war. And he was burned alive. You know, execution. I can't... That can't be true. That can't be true. He's... There's no way he could have opened the gate. He was executed? And Darian just, like, slumps to his knees. And just immediately is blue in the face as he sinks so low. Telling me he's You're telling me he's actually dead. I don't know how else to say it, but Caspin the fallen branch is dead. And that is where we're gonna cut to Peterson. Holy crap. I cannot believe that. Wow. <laughs> Okay, Peterson, you are up. You are in the room with Cork the Minotaur, and Prince Bisbon is just like face down in his bed, and Lockton's in the other room, uh, sobbing unemotionally. Okay, and we've, me and Cork have just been talking about talking to, uh, man, I'm, I'm just so distracted by everything that happened with Darian. I just can't even stop thinking about it. Holy smokes, wow. Okay, well, uh, wow, I just can't believe, okay, uh, Horned One, we should go talk with Prince Brisbane if, uh, you think he will know a way to get past this large gorilla-like robotic creature. Let's go. Sure. Hello. Hey, uh, Brisbane. Brisbane. And his pumpkin head, like, turns. Yes. Um, um yeah, you 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 take the you lead. Go, you go, you go. No, you, you go. No, 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 no. You. Okay, well, long story short, um I've been sent by Leslie. Uh I mean, I've been sent by Lara uh in uh in order to acquire your assistance with helping with Leslie. He's come under um some injuries and she needs us. Um the problem is is that it's unlikely that we'll be able to leave noticed. Um so we were wondering if you had any any ideas. You don't have to recall the whole plan. I, I, my gourd does have ear holes. Oh, well, I, I heard you all. I wasn't sleeping. That's just a Prince Brisbane trick. <laughs> I'm a very good actor, you see. Well, I fell for it. I was just pretending. Could you believe it? 
Well, hardly. Could you believe it, though? Like, I was asleep, and you thought it. <laughs> I wonder if you're such a good actor, maybe we could employ that skill. Oh, of course. You know, my acting skills would be tenfold if I wasn't in these damn handcuffs that stop my magic. <laughs> but you can see I can use magic even when I don't have magic. It's the magic of acting. Again, actor. Prince Brisbane. Actor. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm great. I wonder if there's a way we could remove these handcuffs from you. No, I don't think so. We're supposed to keep them on to contain our magical energy for our travels. But it it also kind of tires me to wear them. You know, they're so... Bulky. They don't go with my outfit. Well, I don't really have a way to remove them. I mean, I could, like, cut their hands off. We shouldn't remove them anyways. Felix might get upset. Don't upset him. Wait, you're telling me Felix doesn't want you to take these handcuffs off either? Of course not. He told us to stay here, do the travel bit, find grand treasures, then report back. That's what we're doing. Yes, I had heard that Felix had said those things. It's like a summer camp. It's like, it's, like a, it's like an away camp, you know? It's like a retreat. It does make me wonder where he is while he has you doing all the scouting. Um, But in any event... um. We need to get out of here. We need to find Leslie, and we need to find Lara. Yes, I heard. Why don't you just ask the gorilla bot? Just go, go, go ask him. He'll tell you. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess I could try that. Um, okay. Although, I did just have an idea. I did just have an idea. Okay, yeah, I'm going to try. Okay. Um, wish, wish me luck, everyone. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to kind of pat over. And I'm going to clear my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Intru... Oh, wait. Locked in. What do you need? Salutations. I am... Um... Frig, what the heck am I going to do? <laughs> um, I'm afraid I have a bit of an issue. It seems that uh, Laura, she forgot something. And uh, she'll need it, so I should bring it to her. You do not need to bring it. Give it to me, and I will bring it to her. Um, of course. Frank, I have nothing. I have nothing. I literally have nothing to Do you to have take. something? You should have something to give me. This is, this is the exchange point in a conversation. It is, but uh, I have a message for her. Uh, okay. The message is, it's from uh, Cork about some updated coordinates that he thought that she should investigate um, on her next journey. But unfortunately, he forgot to tell her. And he's embarrassed now. He doesn't want to tell you. But I thought for Lara's sake, for the sake of finding Grand Treasures and employing these towers to the best of their ability with no time wasted, I think you should deliver this message post-haste. Persuasion check. Oh my gosh. I'm going to use my goblin hand to re-roll that. Okay, yeah. It's the same! They were both eight. <laughs> okay, um... We do not need information on locations. We decide where they travel. 
as as you say, of course. Well, then, if you feel that way, I will be going back into the room. Goodbye. Bye. Okay. That did not work. I have a better idea. I think it's because you're a bad, hmm, actor. That was very unbelievable. It's true. I I wear my emotions and my heart on my sleeve. I have no deception skills or persuasion skills. In fact, I feel like I'm at a flat zero, if you understand what I mean. I could give you some training. Oh, I, oh, I would love that. To pass the time. Would you like to take a class? Only as long as it's extremely expedited. <laughs> well, you're in luck, because I have just the thing. Cut. We're going to go to Zippy, who is sneaking with Leslie and Lara, the newlyweds. And you are down deeper. You've gone through several hallways, passed by some uh, spurs and everything, and you're going deeper and deeper. And Leslie looks to you and uh, Zippy and says, Okay, we're getting close to the control room. Once we're there, we're going to have to figure out how to activate and check kind of the feed we should be able to tap into every single mechanos creature's orbs and see out their eyes so we should be able to kind of locate them lickety split sound good that's pretty cool i know i'm gonna hack the system oh man this is exciting okay um it's just down this hallway and through those doors where those two helical robots are standing um yeah I can deactivate one or control one I'm not sure what to do about the other um well I don't know they seem pretty friendly with you you probably don't even have to deactivate any of them you could probably just go tell them to patrol off on another area really Probably you're you're a real smart man. You even got this girl to marry you in in less than nine hours of knowing her. Man, talk about a speed run. Yeah, man, you won me over real quick. Yeah, um, you you've got the stuff, man. I do have the stuff. You know what? I'll try it. And he walks up. He's like, "Hey, uh, hey, big fellas. Leslie, what do you want?" Um, I'm just here to suggest that maybe you patrol other places. You know, down that way, maybe we're out of sight of this door and area and room. Just a suggestion. Otto also suggested it. Actually, that's a be- that's a better... Re- Otto suggested that you go do this. Are you telling the truth? Well, I personally wasn't trained in lying like some of the other Spurs, so... It's in, I'm incapable of doing that, so no, I'm not. Huh? Fool, you should have taken the lying course. It's very useful when dealing with flesh beings. We will go patrol down that hall like you suggested. You are a confident man. Keep it up. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> hey, Zippy! I did it! And the helicals walk away. <laughs> I put my thumb up. Good job. Um, I knew you could do it. See, you're a good. You're really good at guiding people other places. See, that was part of your guiding uh, tricks. I am. I am learning more about myself every single day. This is great. 
Anyways, let's go in. Yes, I need to find my rat. Help me find the rat. <laughs> and the doors open. And there is a large red orb in the wall. And uh, a panel, like a, like a desk in, uh, emerging from the wall. And all there is on it is four squares, all different colors. One red, one green, one blue, one yellow. It's like the Simon Says kind of game. And he says, okay, this is uh, the control mechanos room. So if we can uh, figure this one out, then uh, we should be able to hack and see stuff. I, you know, I haven't thought this through completely. Um... Zippy, why don't you give the buttons a try? Um, just, just like touch any of them or or something like that. I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, well, I'll touch this one. Um, I'll touch the biggest button I can find. <laughs> They're all kind of diamond shaped in in like ones on the left, ones on the right, ones on the top and bottom. Uh, red, green, blue, or yellow. Pick. Um, I'm going to pick yellow. Good choice. The wall charges up and the red orb lights up. And a little beat starts going. And it starts saying commands and the buttons start lighting up. Yeah, ready. Ready? Three, two, two one. Red. Red. Red, green, um, red, green, red, green, blue, red, green, blue, red, green, blue, yellow, red, green, blue, yellow, red, green, blue, yellow, yellow, red, green, blue, yellow, yellow, red, green, blue, yellow, 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 red, green, blue, yellow, yellow, yellow. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue, red. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue, red. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue, red, green. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue, red, green. <laughs> red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue, red, green, red. Red, green, blue, yellow, 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 blue, red, green, red. Oh, God. Hacking oh complete. Oh <laughs> I, I, I promise, listeners, I, was, I did not write anything down there. Oh, my God. Hack the I'm planet. impressed. Hack the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Leslie and Lara are like just jaws dropped they're like whoa you have, whoa whoa jeez if there's you anything I know with the amount of siblings that I had it's a good thing to remember things or else you get a kick in the pants like I always got <laughs> you see in the red orb the giant one it's like text starts to appear in the eye uh, and you see a list of commands. You see deactivate cuffs. 
you see surveillance system, you see mass communication, and you see other. Which would you like to see? Mm, other. Okay, other. You see party time. <laughs> you see, <laughs> you see taco fiesta. You see、uh, manual overdrive, and you see mass production. Oh damn! And a back button. Um, I want to go back to the surveillance one. Let's find a little the rat first, then we can look more at this. Okay. You select, and it says surveillance system activate. And the red orb. Opens images, a、uh, lots of them, and you are kind of scrolling through using the colored buttons to look through them, and you are、um, looking、uh, through a bunch of them, and you see、uh, all of a sudden, Leslie、uh, points out, "Hey, wait, go back a few. I, I thought I, I thought I saw something." And you scroll back a few, and you see you are looking through the helical's eyes as Peterson was trying to persuade the helical with with the like, oh, you should use the coordinates and everything.、Uh, and you see Peterson, and then he closes the door as he goes in. Um, I think that's the rat. I think I see. I see my friend. That really looked like Peterson to me. Um. Can、yeah, hit the hit the we, hit the down button or something. Yeah, I want to better look at this. I hit the down button, and it goes into a little red orb that is in the corner of the bed, like the the lodging stay room where、uh, Peterson. You can actually watch is currently、uh, doing mirror exercises with Prince Brisbane, like improv mirror exercises where they're like copying their movements and stuff. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and they're like dancing about.、Um, and Leslie says, "Oh, oh, he's with the greeters. I I know where that is. I could lead you there." Well, I mean, that's really that's really great. Is there anything else though we should look at with this whole computer thing?、Mm, we probably shouldn't mess with any of the other options, right?、Mm, let's look at mass production. Hmm. Okay, and you go and click, and you can see horrible images. Oh gosh! And that's where we're gonna take a break. We'll <laughs>、uh, we'll describe that next episode. I don't want to I don't want to leave on that note. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say that. All right, next time, more stuff. Stay tuned.